Well, Sakina, I certainly think that people are justified in uh, having a, a problem with what the president has said. I mean, I, you know, I can't think of a country in the world where it would be appropriate for the president of the country to say that he cares more about his political party than he does about the country that he leads. Um, on the other hand, I think, you know, a lot of what we see on these occasions is usually, you know, the, 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 this is the end of democracy, the country's not going to survive, etc. Uh, and, of course, all of that doesn't need to be taken seriously. I think, as it happens, you know, whether the ANC says this is out of context or not, I think that the president was saying what he really believes. I, I think that if you look at his history as a politician, if you look at the way in which he's governed, uh, I, I think that indeed the ANC is more important to him than the country. I think there are very good reasons for that if one looks at his personal history. Given that I, I, you know, he, he joined the ANC as a teenager, he's, he's been in the ANC all of his adult life. It, 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 it is, in a sense, really his family. You know, on the other hand, uh, you know, he's, 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 I think he's part of a generation which finds it a bit difficult to, to, to adjust to a reality where he's no longer simply in a liberation movement, but is actually governing a country. And um, uh, Professor Tifo, as uh, Professor Friedman is saying there, you know, quite a bizarre statement for a sitting head of state to make. So why do you think President Jacob Zuma uh, had the temerity to actually stand on public platform and make the statement? Yes, bizarre, I would agree with you. Unexpected, I would say no. In fact, if anything, there are consistent statements made either by him or others in the party who have come to assume that the party is equal to the state or the state is subservient to the party. And this is not an, a new debate, by the way. As I said, we have had that in yesteryear and we have debated that and the, there is a sense in which that in the absence of the ANC, there would have not been liberation. That you sh- thou shalt be perpetually grateful, even when we err, but because we are the liberators, one ought to pay homage and respect in that regard. Yes, indeed. I, in my own view, there are shared values, almost universal values, in an understanding of what democracy is. If you pretend to be a constitutional state, then constitutionalism, and not the constitution, constitutionalism is what you must nurture and inculcate in the people. And if my president had understood what constitutionalism is about, he probably would have been wary to make such a statement. Because nobody, neither the party, nor any legislation supersede the constitution. That's a very serious allegation. So you're saying the president does not understand constitutionalism? Well, understand something else. But I'm saying if he put a premium on constitutionalism, he wouldn't make such a statement. Well, uh, Professor Friedman, uh, uh, if we look at what was said, what are some of the advantages or disadvantages of putting the party before the country? Well, I mean, it's very difficult to find advantages. I I suppose the only advantage one can find, uh, and I think that this does need to be said, is is that, you know, he wasn't saying that he put himself ahead of the country. He was putting an organization ahead of the country. Um, But the disadvantages, of course, are are, are many. Um, You know, I used the example yesterday you know, of social grants, which which might seem totally unrelated to this, but I think it does give an indication of how this affects the grassroots South African. 
Social grants are very important to many South Africans. Uh, if you believe that this is about a country rather than a party, we have social grants because uh, South Africa as a society has decided that social grants are important. And that means that as a poor person, you can't have that grant taken away from you because it's got nothing to do with political parties. Uh, it's got to do with what the country has decided. If you start saying the political party is more important, uh, well, maybe that grant is only available to you if you support the party. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it will come as no surprise to know that we have research evidence which shows that people on the ground reject that. So, you know, here's a very concrete example uh, I, I think also this brings back memories, and uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure that uh, this is a reality for, for, for many people in South Africa, uh, of people who were part of the liberation movement but not part of the ANC, uh, which is a perfectly acceptable choice. But then it creates the impression: well, if you were in the PAC or if you were in the Black Consciousness Movement or if you were in, a, you know, any of those allied organisations, you don't really count as much because you went to the ANC. And, see. and I think that's uh, a long-standing attitude which upsets many people, and rightly so. Now, looking, Professor Tifo, at um, what the president said, and we're focusing on him because he did say this, he's the president of the country. But if one looks at what's happening in parliament, uh, it would seem as though this goes beyond President Jacob Zuma and the ANC, because it would appear that when parties, when our elective representatives in parliament actually vote, they vote along party lines. So when do they put the country before party? Yeah, that leads me to the most critical point that... uh I, I would hope that one day uh, society will accept that it must engage critically. You see, the party is, is paramount in South Africa precisely because of the flawed electoral act. You are there because of the party. You are not there on merit. You are not there because you have been delegated, mandated, or elected by a constituency. Your loyalty is to the party, and most importantly, to the most influential faction of the party. So when the people are there, are not necessarily saving the people of South Africa, they are saving the party in order to ensure that the party remains in a certain (coughs) position, alternatively, that the party at least will ensure that they retain their position. Hence, at one point, this country will have to face head-on the Electoral Act and deal with it. By the way, by the way, it was the ANC that mandated Kada Asma to look at how this could be reviewed, the electoral act could be viewed. And ultimately, Van Labert, may his soul rest in peace, at least gave, ad, submitted a report that spoke to a mixed electoral system that would have saved us from being where we are today. But that report has been saved, shelved, but I suspect not long we'll have to revisit it in order to ensure that the trajectory that we are on, at least we can at least um, desist from it and take an alternative route. Now, um, uh, Professor Friedman, if you could also just weigh in on that, uh, whether, you know, that actually acts as a mitigating factor when it comes to what the president said, the fact that our electoral system is such that, um, you know, it does seem to propel people to put their party before the country, because even if you go to parliament and vote on a particular matter, everybody knows who voted how. Yeah, Sakina, look, I I think we let me... Give some, uh, you know, perspective here. <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong 
in a, in a democracy with people being loyal to their parties. Uh, people become office bearers because of their parties. Uh, people be, get into public life because of their parties. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's, it's, it's how the system works. And, uh, you know, and I think 90, 99% of people uh, find a party which, uh, which, which works for them. Uh, where the problem comes in is when you say, well, my party's more important than the country. And, and it's really a sort of, you know, it's a breathtaking statement. I mean, I, you know, I was trying to find a, any way in which you know you could you could defend such a statement and you can't. So I think we need to draw a distinction between being loyal to a party, which is perfectly acceptable, uh, and putting that party before the rest of the country, which isn't acceptable. As far as the electoral system is concerned, uh, I mean, yes, Professor Terfel is 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 expressing what uh, I, I think many people uh, have argued about the system. Uh, I, I'm just saying I, I researched this last year. Um, uh, and I might, I'd have to say that when I started researching it, I, I had much the same view as he did. And, and the more I looked at the evidence, the more I came to the conclusion that actually you don't necessarily have a huge difference if you change from one electoral system to another. So, you know, whether we should have the electoral system or not, I, I, I think is, a, is, is worth debating. But I don't think you can say, well, as long as you have an electoral system like this, the president's entitled to say that he puts his party before the country. And then, of course, uh, Professor Friedman, there's also this issue of the separation of state and party. And the president spoke as ANC president. So would he have said the same thing in his capacity as head of state? Can we actually separate the two or does he always wear his state president's hat when he speaks? He does always wear his state president's hat, Sakina, and it doesn't matter whether he wears his state president's hat or not. If Musi Maimani had said that the DA is more important than South Africa, if Bantu Olamis had said that the UDN was more important than South Africa, uh, how would people have reacted? People would have said, uh, you, you, you're not patriotic, you, 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 don't, you, know, you, you have the wrong sense of priorities. So it doesn't really matter whether you're actually the, the head of state or not. I mean, it's obviously more serious for the rest of the country if you're the head of, head of state. But once again, yes, you know, we have a system in which the, the, the head of state uh, is, 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 is a member of a party, uh, but so do most other democracies. And, you know, the president of Botswana and the president of Tanzania don't get up and say, you know, my party is more important than Botswana and Tanzania, despite the fact that they're also president of their parties. So, brings us to our listeners. Uh, they're coming in thick and fast already. 0891-104-208. In response to the question we are asking this morning, what do you make of President Jacob Zuma's assertion that the party comes before country? We'll take those calls right after this. The Industrial Development Corporation continues to facilitate job creation through funding medium to large businesses in key sectors. In 2014, we approved over 11 billion rand worth of funding, facilitating the creation and saving of over 20,000 jobs. This year, we want to do more to advance industrial development. If you have a business idea or are looking to grow your existing business, contact the IDC on idc.co.za. The Industrial Development Corporation, your partner in development finance. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. On the forum this morning, we ask, uh, what is your view on uh, President Jacob Zuma's statement that the party comes before country? Our guest this morning, Professors Lisiba uh, Tifo and uh, Stephen Friedman. Let's go to the lines. Andy Lane Flagstaff, good morning. 
Good morning, Sakina. Sakina, I support fully the sentiments uh, by President Zuma that uh, we we ought to observe the party line because uh, always when we are doing things, even if it is in government, we have a responsibility to, to implement what the party has agreed upon. And it is always advisable that individual must subject itself to collective so that all actions can be justified. Hence, I support these sentiments because if we, if you take individuals to implement what they think is best in the government or state, I don't think that can serve the best interest of the organization as well as of the South African people, in particular working class and poorest of the poor. Thank you. Andile. Peter Wiley in Grahamstown, good morning. SK and your guests, good morning. I feel that uh, maybe the president did not mean to say what he did. I think that maybe he meant to say that he himself and his family is more important to himself uh, than the ANC and the country. And uh, you can prove me wrong, and I'll apologize for what I've said. If you have a look, get your same guests on and have a look at what has happened to the ANC strength-wise, etc., uh, under his leadership, and indeed what has happened to his country. Thanks very much, Sakina. Um, Thank you, Peter. Temba in Port Elizabeth. SK, good morning, and the listeners. Firstly, allow me to say the argument or debate today and uh, in the past days throughout the country is a default argument. That's, that's, that's my point. Tell us because why. President, President Zuma speaks today or yesterday or any day in the past days under the current system of elections, the electoral system. Slabber's commission was never implemented. The ANC goes into the uh, 8th January, its celebration, and it makes its statement in terms of its program in government. And everybody else, yourselves and the country as a whole, awaits the State of the Nation address, because the State of the Nation address takes the cue from the January statement of the ANC. The ANC goes into conference. It resolves in conference as to what the program of government is going to be. And all of us as a country and journalists and commentators await the interpretation of the resolutions of the ANC into government. The ANC wins election. President Zuma is appointed or elected by the ANC to stand in as president of the, of the state. We all understand and await the implementation of that in government. The last one from Ms. Akina. President Zuma speaks of the revolutionary movement. Less of the party, but more of the revolutionary movement. That we as a country and ANC members understand that we have not arrived where we want to be or want South Africa to be. Hence, we always speak of transformation. And whatever we do, we seek to transform the country. People must read the NDR so that they can understand whether the ANC is happy where we are and why the ANC always speaks of transformation. That's the context that President Zuma is speaking on. And this negative energy, it's us wanting to talk over and over issues negatively about President Zuma and the ANC. I think he was correct, and the country must learn to understand the ANC. Thank you.
Oh, that's Temba and PE. We must learn to understand the ANC. That is our problem. And what I don't understand, though, is why we can't talk about it. Uh, Here's Makeba in Pretoria and his contribution. Makeba says this question about who comes first between party and country is ill-informed and unwise as it seeks to discredit President Zuma. Separation of the role of the ANC to that of the state must be maintained at all times and the ANC affairs must come first when it comes to its existence. Existence and image for its existence to be uh, to build a nation. That's from Makeba in Pretoria. Let's hear from Tapelo in Bethlehem. Good morning. Morning. Uh, morning. Thank you, Sagina. Uh, I think the words of President Zuma are reminding us uh, of the ways that were that were once uttered by uh, Louis the Sixteenth of France when he said, "I am the state." Uh, the the words of Jacob Zuma uh, uh, in simpler terms. He's not saying himself personally. He is saying uh, uh, the organization uh, ANC, it is, it is the state. And this shows that uh, currently, as you look at things, uh, the ANC is, is dropping and dropping. So it means the party that is going to get power will not get it through the silver platter. It will get it through uh, the, somebody's blood will be split, will be spilled. And the way it, 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 it is, He's uh, like he's reminding us the words uh, that were once said by uh, Nelson Mandela when he says, "If the ANC does to you what apartheid did to you, you must do to ANC what you did to apartheid." So the ANC has turned into a regime. The ANC, a regime, is different than uh, just any political party. It, it, it's a way of life. It, it is affecting uh, everything uh, in our society, from religion, from uh, just everything. So that is how it is to be. Jacob Zuma is pushing this country into Tata. Thank you so much, uh, Tapero and Bethlehem. Frankie, you're calling us from Hatfield. Good morning. Yes, again, we as the members of the AC at all levels, whether at the branch level, at the regional, whatever we do, we do that for the best interest of the country. Wrong or right? That's why we have a debate. Frankie, that line, not good. So tell you what, we'll try and get back to you after the news break. Um, it is 8.30 right now, so let's go to the news. When we come back, we'll take the calls and also read some of the messages coming through uh, with our guest, Professor Stephen Friedman and Professor Lesiba Tifo. Kumbuzile um, Tabete standing by with the 8.30 news headlines. Here, Bosakina, looking ahead in the 9 o'clock bulletin, the concerns that telecom's acquisition of mobile network, Celsi, would lead to mass retrenchments. But more on that story at 9 o'clock. Here's a wrap of some of our top stories this morning. Parliament says the disciplinary hearing of its head of protection services, Zelda Holtzman, will proceed now that she's lost the bid to challenge her current suspension before the CCMA. Acting MTN Group CEO Putuma Ntlego is expected to prioritize reducing the over 70 billion rand fine that Nigerian authorities have imposed on the cell phone operator. Environmental group Greenpeace has called on South Africans to start putting pressure on government to take climate change seriously and invest in renewable energy. And the United Nations Security Council will consider imposing targeted sanctions on stakeholders in Burundi. More news at 9 o'clock.
Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. One of the uh, standout queues this morning is the Adelmas Road going up into Pretoria. This is the R50 coming up from Eladis Park through Solomon Mishlungu and up towards the uh, M1 Rigel Avenue Bridge. Very heavy on that section of the R50. Uh, the N14, Ben Schumann, just slow going into the uh, Eufius Road uh, interchange and traffic light problems continue on the uh, Olifants Fontaine Road at the M1 Bridge. It's very heavy backlogs coming across from uh, Blue Hills this morning and then Lever Road driving south into Olifants Fontaine, heavy and slow as well. Uh, stationary bus on Hill Street, uh, Ramberg, if you're coming in from the uh, church on Hunskuman, that's uh, quite slow. And a little bit of pressure on Pretoria Main Road from Allendale down to uh, Maxwell Drive this morning. Uh, Joburg's highways have eased up quite nicely. Uh, Durban, there's been a crash on the uh, M7. This is driving into Pinetown, so it's the M7 westbound uh, just at the N3. It's quite a backlog of traffic from Hunstetman from the North Dean North Parkside. N2 south, still slow from Umgina Road to Spaghetti Junction and the M19 clogged up as you move out from uh, Reservoir Hills towards the uh, Dunkeld Road exit. That must be a road it's the uh, second day of delays there. Uh, Cape Town, the N1 still heavy uh, between the R300 and the Kuburg Interchange. Going to be busy for a while. There's extra traffic on the N1 this morning given the uh, problems on the uh, Northern Line trains. Batencunt Street and the CBD are vehicle burning, so that's likely to cause some problems there. Uh, the N2 corridor clear now through Kyalich. A series of accidents all cleared up on the N2 inbound, but uh, very slow going from about the N7 exit. And a lot of pressure just around sort of Wetton with that closure continuing of Strandfontein Road between Otter and wet, and there's a, a lot of traffic getting caught up there. Uh, just a couple of road closures today. Uh, Mpumalanga N11 closed between Middleburg and Croblesdale from 11 until 3. That's the Cransport Pass and the N2 in the Eastern Cape shut for blasting at Grahamstown uh, through to Petty or Grahamstown Fish River from 3 o'clock. Uh, you could find it again a, about a two hour closure, maybe uh, open sooner, but uh, contractors give themselves two hours to, to do that. Rob Byrne, AM Live, Traffic Watch. Thank you, Rob. Rowena Bird coming up uh, between 9 and 12 with Morning Talk. Let's hear what she has in store for us. I am indeed. Thank you, Sakina. The roads must fall. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. And back to the forum at eight, where we are discussing President Jacob Zuma's uh, statement this weekend that the party comes before the country. What are your views on that? Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. And before I go uh, go back to our panel, let's just hear from Frankie in Hatfield. Hope he's on a better line now. Frankie, good morning. Thank you again, Sakina. Uh, I, I was saying we, we as the members of the NC uh, at all levels, branch, region, provincial. We, we understand that whatever we do, we do it for the country, for our people. Now, this is a historical mission of the ANC. The debate of who comes first cannot arise. Uh, in this instance, the president was, was wrong. The president was out of order. And the ANC that I know of Oliver Tambu probably would have said, no, the president, here I think you took it uh, out there, uh, you, 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 were, you were wrong. Whether you will come out and say, no, that was not uh, understood in context as a uh, against it because they should not repudiate the president in public. That that is one thing for sure. You must know. Uh, now now it does not suffice. Uh, 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 the NC it, it does everything for the people. 
And the people, I hope, they'll take it into their hearts to understand that probably this is just the case that we are faced with. Uh, both uh, uh, outside the and inside the ANC, and it shall come to pass. Uh, it, it, it is for the people. Leaders of the ANC, many leaders of the ANC would have not said that. And, and it must just be understood in, in as such that that was wrong. Thank you very much. Thank you, Frankie. And Hatfield, uh, Professor Tifo? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm even more heartened to hear somebody say, I'm a member of the, of the ANC, and I think in this instance, it was an unfortunate statement made by the president. V.A.V., what was said by Andile and Temba. Uh, and that's where you say, you say, people, because of loyalty to party, they even fail to apply the cognitive capacity endowed with by nature and nurtured perhaps through formal education. I mean, these two guys, the ANC went out of its way to say it was unfortunate and the president was quoted out of context. Are they now wanting to contest what the, the position is taken by the ANC? Unfortunately, when you are all out to defend at all costs, you end up even losing out rationality because this is clearly what it is about. Hence, I say I'm more heartened by a mature response by this guy who says sometimes we mix in our exuberance. And uh, sometimes when you are in such platforms, even as a head of state, there could be uh, fox passes. And I, I, I would concede that it was unfortunate that the president made such a statement. It's indefensible. But uh, let the people try to do some damage control. If they are genuine, I think they can be forgiven. And let's see how that, that, that apology translates into as we move forward. And um, uh, Timba also spoke about um, the NDR, so raising policy issues. And um, inevitably, the national interest comes into play, Professor Friedman. So is the national interest always aligned with the party's interest, firstly? And is the idea of the national interest not a contested one? I mean, what is the national interest? That's that's an excellent point. Of course, the national interest is contested and we will have different views on it. But, you know, when a caller phones in and says, look, I work, I'm a loyal member of the ANC and I work for the, you know, I work for the ANC's objectives and I believe that those are in the interests of the country. That's fine. That's, that's, that's democratic politics. There's no problem about that. But it's when you explicitly say, look, if I have to choose between my party and the country, I'm going to choose my party, that you get into the kind of problems that we were talking about earlier where, you know, people who don't support the party are now second class. Uh, <clears throat> if you have to worry about whether the party is going to win a few votes as, as, as opposed to serving the people, then you go for the party's interests. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, for example, Andila particularly, you know, called earlier, um, you know, said that it's important for him to support the ANC. Fair enough. No problem about that. But I think that he's confusing two things. He can say, look, he's a loyal member of the ANC and he does what the ANC wants him to do. That's what he's entitled to do. But that's not what the president said. The president said the ANC is more important than the country. And hopefully that's not what Andila had in mind at all. Incidentally, I think there's one other worrying aspect of what the president has to say, which, uh, you know, uh, is an issue for all South Africans. He said, look, the reason he believes that the ANC is more important than the country is that if the ANC was around, people might be misled. Now, now what is that saying about the intelligence of South Africans? He's saying that unless 
South Africans have a particular political party telling them what to think. They'll think the wrong things. Uh, I, I think that's a worrying idea. And, and, and the point is, you know, I'm saying I understand where this is coming from, but I don't think this is a slip of the tongue. Uh, I think that if you spend your entire life in a liberation movement, you do tend to start thinking that the liberation movement is more important than the country. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously, I'm, in a sense, I'm glad the president said it because it means that we can confront the problem and uh, try to find a way to deal with it.